The opinions expressed in this show are the views of the host and not necessarily that of WTRW, 94.3 The Talker, or the Bold Gold Media Group. The following presentation is brought to you by the host of the program who is solely responsible for its content. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin & Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Portions transcribed. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you go Take a look in the five and ten Glistening once again With candy canes and silver lanes aglow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store But the prettiest sight to see Is the holly that will be On your own front door a pair of hop-along boots and a pistol that chooses the wish of Barney and Ben. Dolls that'll talk and we'll go for a walk as the hope for Janice and Jen. And Mom and Dad can hardly wait for school to start again. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. Now there's a tree in the Grand Hotel. One in the park as well The sturdy kind that doesn't mind the snow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas <laughs> Soon the bells will start And the thing that will make them ring Is, is the carol, carol that you sing right within your heart Ah, uh, one of the great voices of Christmas, Perry Como, it is! beginning to look a lot like Christmas. We have colder weather rolling and we have flurries in the air. What could be better at this time of the year? Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Your Financial Future program here on 94.3 FM The Talker. My name is Nick Calarasi. I am a certified retirement counselor with NJC Investments in Clark's Green, Pennsylvania, and I'm thrilled that you've chosen to join us once again as we open up this week's doors to the College of Financial Knowledge. Our program originates this morning from the luxurious corner office studio, now beautifully decorated for the holidays. Here at the beautiful Bold Gold Radio Complex, located high atop the winter fields of the West Mountain of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Our goal today is to help you to become a better long-term investor. And we do have a great program in store for you today. We're going to once again hear from Brian Westbury. He's the chief economist at First Trust Securities, and Brian will be tackling that question that's on every investor's mind. What's going on in our markets right now? Should I be worried? Should I be selling everything? Or do I just stay diversified and stay invested for the long term? Brian Westbury will be here in just mere moments to help answer that question. We'll also be talking about some stocks that you may be interested in to prepare 
for higher inflation. Should inflation continue to be a problem as we head into 2022? We'll also be talking about some commodities and ETFs that may be hedges against inflation as well. We have all that. We'll catch you up on what our take is on what's going on. Big down week last week in the markets. We'll get you ready for next week and prepare you as we head towards investing year 2022. So please make sure you stay tuned the entire hour this morning. I promise to make it well worth your while and you will be all the wiser for it before we Forge ahead, let me first introduce the man that makes this program and all of the other great educational programs that you hear every Saturday morning and Sunday morning here on The Talker possible. That is, of course, our producer extraordinaire, Mr. D.C. Taylor. Good morning and happy Christmas season. Yes, uh, Nick, how are you? Good morning. And uh, yes, it is uh, it's Christmas season well upon us now. It is. Do you know it is only 20 days Till the big guy takes to the sky on that 21st day, he'll be coming down your chimney. How about that? And dropping off all those goodies, because I know you've been good this year. Three weeks today. I, I'm trying. Yeah, three weeks. Three That's weeks it. to the day is That's Christmas Day. Christmas on a Saturday this year. What do you think? That's right. All right. Well, good. There we go. I think we can all use a little Christmas about now. How about you? I think so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Hey, before we go, what's the, yeah. uh, what's the weather looking like for our holiday weekend? Well, we have ourselves a partly sunny weekend, and... Uh, highs in the mid 40s today and tomorrow so we'll take that feeling like december and uh yeah and I, I appreciate dc puts together all the great bumper music for the christmas season and i uh, really like perry coma and looking forward to the rest of the program just to hear the christmas music i, I love dragging out the uh, the records every year and dusting off the uh, <laughs> and polishing up the needle on the record player and uh, making it happen well i appreciate <laughs> it i hope the listeners do as well i love the christmas season i love classic Christmas music. Me too. Yeah. All right, DC. Well, let's remind everyone before we move on that if you ever want to hear a portion of this program, if we go to, sometimes we go quickly and you want to go back and hear some deeper details and replay it, you can always go to our website, njcinvestments.com. Or we are on the podcast platform, all the major podcasts. Just type in your financial future, Nick Colarossi. They'll pop up. They're absolutely free. Take just moments to download, and you can play the programs to your heart's content. So uh, there's never a reason, DC Taylor, if, if you're away for the weekend and you right. come back and you want to hear the program, they're mm-hmm. all there yep. up on our podcast and on our website. And also remember, if there's ever a time you want to reach out to me, bounce anything off of me, suggest something for an upcoming program, or have any questions on anything that we cover on the program, you can always get me at NJC Investments, 570-586-5030. Please don't be shy. We get a lot of calls each and every week. I love hearing from the listeners, and we are very thankful that you're out there. Well, D.C. Taylor, did you see the markets last week? We had a really, uh, really uh, rough start from, it actually goes back to the Friday before, yeah. which is usually a good day in the markets. Right. It is uh, Black Friday when, uh, you know, everybody's out shopping. It's a half a day. Usually the traders go home early and they like to push the market up. Not this Black Friday because of that uh, little crazy, what do you call the the new uh, variant? I think they Omicron. Omicron. Yeah. Uh, the Omicron variant uh, sent waves through the market in that half day, and then last week, did you see the uh, the market action? Yeah, it was uh, it was quite uh, quite bumpy, quite a bumpy ride. 
Yeah, it's uh, the the market's now not performing well at all. Certainly to start December, but it, even for a longer time period, you pointed it out. Yeah, uh, yeah. The the uh, I take a look at the stock market uh, app here on the iPhone, and it tells you, you know, shows you the little graphs and stuff, and everything in the red or the green. And you know, I see the past day it's down, the past week it's down, past month, past three months, past six months. Now the past six months, you know, about flat. Uh, yeah, right? it's, it's about flat. Yeah, we're down like seventy points. And since most June. of that came in the last couple of weeks because of the big sell-off days, starting with uh, the variant. And there's other things going on that that uh, kind of giving investors a little bit of fear. Yeah. And that's normal. We have ups and downs. We have things that come out of nowhere that mm-hmm. will move the market one day. And and it wasn't all down. If if you tried to predict it last week, there were good days where you were up six hundred points, and there were bad days where you're down a thousand points. Right. And it's there was a lot of um, volatility along the way. Now the good news, DC, is that in just a few minutes we're going to hear from economist Brian Westbury. Regular listeners, you've heard Brian often on the program. He's had a pretty good track record here on the program, DC. Yeah. He's here to tell us whether we should be buying, whether we should be running for the hills, what's going on right now, what he expects in 2022 for our capital market. So you want to stay tuned. It's a great, it's a great listen. Trust me on this one. Uh, Brian Westbury, you can always catch him at F portfolios.com but we'll have him in just mere moments but let's just recap last week a little bit beyond the omicron that came out was the uh, we had jay powell remember back in june when everybody was saying that the inflation was transitory the inflation right. we were seeing sure we played brian westbury all the way back then mm-hmm. june dc taylor that's six months ago yeah right June, we played Brian Westbury saying, inflation is not transitory. It's here to say. Well, what do you think happened last week? Uh, They determined, they officially declared that it's here to stay. (laughs) Jay Powell, federal chair, right? uh, Now, he was nominated again uh, on November 22nd for a second term Uh as the chair of the Federal Reserve Bank. And he's he's. Seen us through the last four years, of course, and and uh, the markets have done well. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of his. I think he's he's taking he kind of takes political sides, or, mm-hmm. or just let's put it this way: I don't know if he's taking political sides as much as he's taking care of his own skin. Because right after he was confirmed, yeah, his tune changed. Right, it was oh everything's fine, everything's fine. Last week, Jay Powell comes out and says. Oh, we can get rid of the transitory word. It's here to stay. Yeah. Six months, he's been telling us it's transit longer than that. But right. Brian Westbury told us six months ago. So that shook up the markets as well. And then again, on Friday, there was some commentary out of the Fed saying maybe we have to raise interest rates quicker than expected. Maybe we have to pick up the pace of the tapering you know, that's the bond buying that they're doing. They've been trying to taper that back. And mm-hmm. so the, the Federal Reserve is starting to, you know, raise a little bit of a red warning flag. We had that coupled with the uh, jobs number. We'll talk about that. that. That wasn't quite as good as expected. We'll talk about that in a little bit as well. Now, all along here on the program, we have been preparing you for higher inflation. We have some ideas as well today. How long have we been talking about inflation hedge ideas now, D.C. Taylor? Pretty much. I I think most of this year. Most of the year, right? We've been saying it's coming, and it looks like it's here, and it looks like it's here to stay. You can see it at the the gas pump. Mm -hmm. You can see it in the grocery store if you can find anything to buy. It's here, Right. Right. 
So as an investor, should you be worried? Yes, you should. You should be looking at your portfolio with your financial advisor sitting down, making sure you're prepared to kind of ride out this storm. We don't know exactly where we end up, but you should be concerned about taking actions if you haven't already to kind of um, make your portfolio maybe a little bit more defensive. Now, if you're an 18 year old investor just starting out, that's one thing. If you're a 60 year old investor starting to think about retirement, that's a whole nother portfolio. So that's why I say work closely with your financial advisors at these times. That's why you pay us, right? That's how we earn our keep. Sure. The easy times, the straight up times, DC Taylor, right? That that's nothing, right? Right. It's these times that you want to have good financial advice and and of course, always tune in here on Saturday mornings. We'll give you the best advice that we possibly can. And right now, mm-hmm. in that uh, spirit, we are going to bring you Brian Westbury, economist at First Trust Securities. He's going to give you his ideas on what you might be thinking about for your investment portfolio, how to stay the course or not, and what he thinks will be going on between now and the end of 2022 in the investment world. Now, this is from a YouTube clip that First Trust Securities puts out. We have permission to play this for you, but you can check out all of the YouTube clips at uh, YouTube under First Trust Portfolios, or you can go directly to ftportfolios.com, a great website for investors. We use it a lot here on the program. I use it a lot in the office. A lot of great investment information there. Again, that's ftportfolios.com. DC, do you have Brian Westbury ready to go? I do. Why don't you take it away? Hi, welcome back to Westbury 101. I'm Brian Westbury, Chief Economist at First Trust Portfolios. Remember, we want to be the antidote to conventional wisdom. Well, first of all, it's uh, coming up on Thanksgiving. We celebrate the plenty uh, of, a, of a market system, and, and we have a lot to celebrate. We're reopening the economy. Uh, the stock market is hitting all-time highs. Uh, it, it's an amazing period of history. However, having said that, we have done unprecedented things in the past 20 months, 21 months, uh, locking down the economy, the Federal Reserve printing four trillion new dollars, uh, the government borrowing over five trillion dollars from our kids and grandkids to hand out so that people can spend it today. Uh, and when you look at these unprecedented things, I hear it all the time when I am on the road. People are scared that government has grown so much, that the printing press from the Federal Reserve has been running so hot, and they're, and they're also worried about locking down the economy again. And so the question becomes, how do we analyze uh, the economy, investing, the markets, when unprecedented things are happening? Uh, obviously, it's hard to look back in history if it's unprecedented, if it's never happened before. And so one of the ways that I'm dealing with this, and I think you ought to deal with it uh, this way as well, is to divide the world up, uh, divide our future up into two periods of time. Let's call it the next 12 months. By now, we can sort of think of that as 2022. And then 
after that. And so uh, one of the things that uh, people are worried about is all this government spending, all of this uh, money printing uh, having an impact on inflation. And we ought to get used to that because it is here. Uh, but at the same time, that money printing, this borrowing and spending that we are experiencing right now, whether I like it as an economist or not, it's like giving morphine to an accident victim. You're, you're damaged. Uh, we locked down the economy. You're damaged. We had a pandemic. However, the morphine makes it almost impossible to feel that pain. And that's where we are right now. It's a flood of money lifting uh, jobs, lifting economic growth, lifting profits, holding down interest rates. And as a result, the stock market is still undervalued and my belief is that as this morphine, as this flood rolls through the economy in the next 12 months, could be 10, could be 14, we're going to see more positive developments for the equity markets. Uh, at the same time, I also believe people ought to protect themselves against inflation, uh, owning a basket of commodities, uh, real estate fits into this hard asset category as well, because the value of the dollar is being diminished because we're printing too many dollars. The question is, what happens after that? Uh, with all of this spending and all of this money printing, uh, people are being reminded of the 1970s. Uh, that's when we had huge growth in government after the Great Society spending programs. Also, the Federal Reserve printed excess money. And when you put those two things together, we ended up with stagflation. And my view is that in the future, we will see slower economic growth, I'm not ready to say it's going to be no economic growth, but slower economic growth because the size of the government has uh, grown. At the same time, we will see this inflationary pressure that we have put in the economy continue uh, into the years ahead. So we will have a whiff of stagflation in the future. The big question is, do investors try to get ready for that now? Do they sell out? Do they run away because of these things that might happen in the future? And I would argue that today, uh, I know in Washington, D.C., they're fighting hard uh, over this new spending bill, and it's it really is a change in kind of entitlements in America, but it's not passed yet. They're fighting over tax hikes, but they aren't passed yet. So I feel like the best analogy to close uh, today with is, is this. If we started a baseball game right now, uh, and the umpires grabbed us just before we have the first pitch and said, we want you to know that today, in the seventh inning, we're going to change the rules. Home runs are going to be worth two, or they're going to be worth a half. We're not, not quite sure yet which one it's going to be. So the question is, how do you play that first six innings? And I would argue you play with the team that you that you pay. You, you play with the team that you gave scholarships to. Uh, you play normal baseball. And then in the seventh inning, when the rules change, that's when you need to change your strategy. Well, where we are today, we know there's inflation. That's one of the rules change, rule changes. So get get exposed to some commodities. But we haven't put in new entitlements yet. We haven't put in new and higher tax rates yet. So we're not quite at the seventh inning. So right now, enjoy this first six innings. 
stay long as the economy opens up. We will continue to grow. Profits will continue to rise. And I still think investors don't have to worry about that longer term future yet. Thanks so much for visiting Westbury 101. We'll see you next time. There he is, the antidote to conventional wisdom, D.C. Taylor, Brian Westbury. I love that line. This was recorded just before Thanksgiving. He said, we have a lot to be thankful for, and we certainly do. Of course. We certainly do. But he says, uh, you know, we also have a lot to be concerned about with the lockdowns, and there's potential more lockdowns with the new variants. I don't, you know, we'll see how that goes. Right. Uh, you can never trust the governments when you give them a little bit of power, DC. You right. give them an inch and they take a foot. Yeah, at least. At least. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, Westbury says the money printing that we saw, all this money being pushed out into the system, unprecedented. And uh, you know, how do you how do you gauge the markets going forward? Because we've never seen this before. He says, let's divide it into two areas. The next 12 months, so 2022, and then beyond that. And he makes the distinction. He thinks the stock market right now is still undervalued. How about that? I don't think there's anybody else out there saying that. But Westbury, I'm I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. He has been pretty darn good lately. And over the last, even going all the way back to 2008, the crisis that Mm -hmm. we had, he Mm -hmm. was good through that. So he says the stock market is still undervalued. We should continue to see strength because we're seeing record profits. He thinks they will continue. He thinks we have tailwinds to this market. He says for another 10, 12, 14 months. But be concerned about what the government's doing. Be concerned about the taxing that may come into play in 2022. Be concerned if this big spending package passes that's before Congress. I think it'll be at least into next year before they finalize what happens there. But you have to watch those things. And he gives us that great baseball game analogy where, okay, they're going to change the rules in the seventh inning. What do you do? You, you play the first six the best you can. He thinks the markets still go higher in those first six. And he says, when they change the rules in the seventh inning, be prepared that something is going to change and be prepared to make changes towards your portfolio. But right now, play the game. He says, for right now, stay long these markets as profits will continue to rise. And he thinks the markets still have a way to go to the upside. Okay. Let's hope he's right, D.C. Taylor. Yeah, let's hope. We all can all right. hope that. Well, that again, Brian Westbury, you can find all of his tapes and a lot of great blogs and a lot of great information at ftportfolios.com. D.C. Taylor, let's take a break right here. When we come back, we're going to catch you up on where we stand in the markets. I'm going to start off also with an inflation hedge, two different ideas the old inflation hedge versus what some are calling a new inflation hedge. You may know what I'm talking about. Okay. All right. right. We've talked about it before, but we're going to give you the results year to date on both of those areas. We have a lot of investment ideas coming your way as well. So please stay with us. But before we go to this break, let me thank our friends at Seidel's restaurant in North Scranton for sponsoring this portion of our program. DC, this is one of the best Italian-American bistros in all of the land, right here in our own backyard. Oh, yeah. And they have a great 
great menu, nightly specials. They have catering that's available in your home or at their location as well. And they're beautifully decorated for the holidays. If you're looking for a great night out with family and friends, you want to pick up your phone right now, call Seidel's Restaurant, get your reservations. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Your financial future back after this brief message. Please stay with us. If you're searching for a special dining experience, Sedell's Restaurant is your home for great taste. Sedell's Restaurant is one of Scranton's elite fine dining establishments, specializing in Italian-American contemporary cuisines. At Sedell's, generous size entrees are prepared with only the highest quality ingredients. So whether you're having a meal for business or pleasure, it's sure to leave a lasting impression. Sedell's Restaurant has mouth-watering Italian-American contemporary cooking with a delightful ambiance. At Sedell's, you are certain to find unique specials for what you're craving. If you can't find an entree off their elaborate menu, just ask the chef. He can create an off-the-menu meal for you. At Sedell's, the owner is also the chef. Sedell's is located on the corner of Main Avenue and Tripp Street in North Scranton. They are now accepting holiday party reservations and on- and off-site holiday catering. 343-6544. That's 343-6544. Make it special. Make it Sedell's. Welcome back to the Your Financial Future program here on 94.3 FM, The Talker. My name is Nick Colarossi of NJC Investments, helped along by Mr. D.C. Taylor of Bold Gold Radio fame on this yeah. beautiful December Saturday morning, D.C. Taylor. December morning. And I want to thank you, uh, for not for the singing, but for doing your mad dash down the hall, bringing us back this piping hot cup of coffee. And what do we have this morning? It's uh, it's called The Grinch's Grounds. The Grinch's Grounds. You were a mean one. <laughs> That's terrific, D.C. I, I, I love of the one meme where it says something about uh maybe the maybe that guy wouldn't have been so nasty if the what is it that in the the tv special the guy wasn't singing songs about how much of a piece of crap he was <laughs> every, the, every five minutes yeah. <laughs> it's a great special one of my favorite uh, christmas specials be certain to tune into that and you have you are always timely with your blends of course and as always we urge everyone hey why don't you grab a cup of whatever it is that gets your early saturday morning started sit back and enjoy the the rest of our program. Well, DC, before we go much further, I want to turn to some ideas in inflation. We had Brian Westbury talking about inflation and some hedges. He said, you should be moving in some, he, he said, commodities. Uh-huh. And I'm going to talk about some commodities in, in different ways, some older commodities and some newer commodities. Okay. And then I have an ETF that kind of gives you a nice uh, diversification as a sample. Mm-hmm. Of course, when I give these out, I'm, I'm comparing one versus the other. These are not recommendations from me to you. I do not know your suitability. I do not know your situation. So make sure you're doing your own homework. You're working closely with a reputable financial advisor and uh, and you can kind of work this out on your own. As always, as always, if you need deeper details than we can go into right here on the program, don't ever hesitate to call us at NJC Investments 570-586-5030. We will get you all the information you need to make a wise investment decision free of charge or obligation. TC, they say the 
number one hedge against inflation. If I said that to you, what would the number one hedge against inflation be? Uh, it's gold, right? Gold would be the, the number one answer. Usually that is a hedge against inflation. And you would think with all of the inflation scare going on pretty much all of 2021, that gold would be flying. And there are days when it does. It was up on Friday in a, in a volatile market for stocks. But gold, the index that we use is an ETF, GLD, and there are others out there, but GLD is the most widely known ETF, and that follows the commodity. It is down 6% as of Friday. Now, there's one for silver mm -hmm. as well, and also known as a hedge against inflation traditionally, and SLV is the silver ETF, the largest out there, that follows the commodity and the price of silver, and that is down 15% as of Friday. Does that surprise you? It surprises yeah. me. Yeah, seriously. Because there's a lot of, usually two things that raise the prices here, inflation and market volatility, and we have both. Uh -huh. And now they are off of their lows, and they've been coming up over the last few months, but still negative for the year. So let's look at the other side of the coin here, what a lot of newer investors and a lot of the firms these days are saying these may be a hedge against inflation now, even better than gold and silver, and that would be the cryptocurrency market. Okay. Now, when you're looking at gold versus cryptocurrency, you're looking at something with intrinsic value versus something that, can you value Bitcoin? Uh, no. I don't know how <laughs> they do know. it, but I, it looks like there are people being paid in Bitcoin. There are firms like JP Morgan. Not so much. JP is a little bit slower, but Goldman Sachs, mm -hmm. some of the larger Wall Street firms are are setting up crypto trading desks. So it looks like they're here to stay. So the largest two of the cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin and Ethereum, I'll give you the ETFs there. We've talked about them before on the program. A lot of people are saying this may be the new hedge against inflation against volatile markets. Okay. And there are other analysts out there, I will tell you. So make sure you're doing your homework here and make sure you're um, checking checking your list twice, as Santa would say, because <laughs> they are these are volatile. Um, they were down sharply on Friday. And there are analysts out there, DC, that say these are worthless and they're going to zero. Now, I don't know that I believe that, but I don't know I believe some of the analysts that are telling you it's going straight up either. However... On GBTC, the Bitcoin ETF, the best known currently, and there are others now that have started up, GBTC, you can look into trading at about $42 on Friday, was down 7% on Friday, but still up 33% year to date. Now, gold and silver, as I said, were both up on Friday, but still negative on the year. Gold about 166 on the GLD and silver was trading at about $20 on the SLV. And let's take a look at Ethereum. So we said Bitcoin Trust, which is following, tracking the uh, price of Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Let's look at Ethereum. Mm -hmm. E-T-H-E. E-T-H-E is the Ethereum Trust. Both of these are from Grayscale. There may be others. There'll be more coming if they're not already out there. So look around. These are just examples. But E-T-H-E trading at about $40 on Friday up 160% year to date. Oh. And you're saying, why don't I sell everything and go there? Because <laughs> it was down 7% in one day right. on Friday. So yeah. it, these are aggressive. Um, even gold and silver tend to be volatile. But um, there's some ideas in 
inflation hedges. Let me throw in one bonus one here, DC. We've talked about all year long. It's the BlackRock Commodity Strategy Trust. This trades like it is an ETF. It trades like a stock. It is a collection, a basket of diversified commodities. Mm -hmm. And if you're trying to go into the commodity market, DC, would you know where the price of pork bellies were today or the, <laughs> the orange juice futures look like? It's that. It, it, can, it has the metals in it. It's a diversified basket of commodities. Now, a lot of the commodities funds, I will tell you, down over the last month because it seems like the economy is slowing. When the economy is rising, the prices are rising, mm -hmm. the commodities up. Oh, down, most of them down over the last month. This is down 3.7% over the last month. But year to date, this basket of commodities trading about $9 on Friday is up 23% year to date. So if you're looking for a hedge, it's an interesting hedge. The nice part about this, they sell covered calls against their positions, meaning they're creating an income stream for you. This pays a 5% annual dividend paid out monthly that you can reinvest and use kind of like a dollar cost averaging program if it's suitable, if it's of interest for your portfolio. So there you have some commodity ideas, DC Taylor. Very nice. Thanks again for tuning in to the Your Financial Future program here on 94.3 FM, The Talker with Nick Colorossi and DC Taylor. And uh, DC, that brings me to my favorite part of the program where we like to catch you up on where we stand year to date in the markets. But before we do that, you know that I always like to give you that hot tip on some of the best investments that you can ever make. That is investing in your family, investing in yourself, and investing in your own community. TC, tis the season. Don't forget it. The Viewmont Mall in Scranton, PA. Now through December 24th, you can get your pictures with Santa. Right. And here's the neat twist to this. Yes. On Mondays through December 20th, you can have your pet photos taken with Santa at the Viewmont Mall oh. in Scranton. All How about right. that? Nice. And one other one, DC, the Factoryville Christmas Market is open right now, today and tomorrow. This is at Christy Matthewson Park in uh, on Thompson Road in Factoryville. There'll be pictures with Santa there as well. Mm -hmm. Live music, a lot of Christmas demonstrations and decorations going on there. The hours today go from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. And tomorrow, December 5th, Sunday, December 5th, from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Today, D.C. Taylor, right after the program in the morning, we have the one mile ugly Christmas sweater run might <laughs> right. be worth the price of admission right there. Right. Sure. That takes place today. And then tomorrow there'll be horse drawn carriage rides going on from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Again, the uh, Christmas market in Factoryville, PA at the Christie Matthewson Park. Don't miss out on that. What do you have for us today, DC? Uh, i got a few things here uh, this weekend and one next weekend. Uh, first of all, today, Taylor Hose Company number one on Union Street. Uh, they are Christmas trains, toys, crafts, and collectibles show going on nine till three today. Uh, it costs you $3 to get in unless uh, you got, if you got kids under the age of 10, they get in for free. And that's uh, the Taylor Hose Company on uh, number one, Union Street, Taylor. Uh, lots of great stuff there, the trains and the toys and Excellent. stuff. Excellent. All right. And and let's see. Also, I've got uh, 
Christmas at Eckley Miners Village. This uh, that's today and tomorrow. Entertainment, vendors, raffle baskets, and more. A newly expanded kids area with a Candyland theme, and Santa will be giving out goodies. Admission is seven dollars, and if you donate a non-perishable food item, you get a dollar off your admission. Take a little drive down to uh, Eckley Miners Village today or tomorrow. All right, and uh, one more next weekend. Always my one of my favorites of the year. Uh, next Saturday, December 11th, uh, Bold Gold Media's very own Michael G. will be taking his yearly shower, as we say. What a man. What <laughs> in, a man. In his festive Christmas boxer shorts, of course, on Main Street, outdoors on Main Street in Honesdale to raise money for the Wayne County Children's Christmas Bureau. Uh, if you'd like to make a donation or become a sponsor, like like NJC Investments is a sponsor of uh, the Michael G. Stanton sure proud, shower. Proud sponsor. Very good. Thank you. And uh, Michael G. Stanton Shower for Charity. The number for uh, to, to make your donations or become a sponsor, 570-253-1616. I don't know if anybody's there today. Maybe wait till Monday morning. I give them a call after 9 o'clock Monday morning, 570-253-1616 to make a donation or become a sponsor. And of course, you can also make your cash donations when you come out to Main Street in Honesdale next Saturday, December 11th. And uh See the legend himself in person, Michael G. taking his shower. Michael G. Stanton, the Your Financial Future program salutes you. DC, time to turn back to finance here. And here's where we stand in our capital markets as of December 4th, three weeks until Christmas. Yeah. We have the Dow Jones Industrial Average, big down day on Friday across the board, D.C. Dow is now up 12% year to date. The NASDAQ really took the brunt of the damage on Friday, down about 2.5% on Friday alone, but still up 16% year to date. The S&P 500 up about 20%, right around the 20% mark year to date. So even with last week's action, still a good return on that S&P 500. And if you look at our indices that we look at each week for inflation, oil has fallen down to the 66 level, $66 a barrel. It looked like it was going to 80 and now it's going the other way. And that's, that's okay with me at the pump anyway, but that down to 66 and this one, the 10 year treasury yield, which everybody thought not everybody, but most analysts, I should say, thought by this time we would be well above 2% and interest rates, market interest rates would be going higher. They've actually turned around, started coming back down to 1.35% on the 10-year treasury yield. Why is that? Again, if there's fear of shutdowns in different countries, and we're seeing it around the world right. on this uh, Omicron uh, variant, mm-hmm. If there's fears of shutdowns in economies, the oil price is going to come down because there'll be less economic activity and the 10-year treasury yield is going to come down because the fear of the markets coming down, people running and buying treasury bonds as a safety hedge. What happens when they push the price of that bond up by buying it, D.C. Taylor? What happens to that yield? That goes down. And that is what is going on right now. So looking at the bond markets, it's saying, hey, we're not afraid of inflation. We're actually afraid of deflation. Okay. So yeah. I, I, it's, right. it's, a, it's a crazy split market. These are tough times as an investor. Sometimes when you, you feel like buying one day and you feel like selling the next day, and that's what all of last week felt like, sometimes it's better to step back, take a look at your portfolio. 
Make sure you are properly diversified. In times like this, with the volatility, it's better, I think, my opinion, to look at quality as opposed to something that's going to be maybe a hit and miss five years down the road. Uh, you know, you saw that in DocuSign on Friday had bad earnings. They were down about 40%. And how could a company be down 40% in one day? Well, they have revenues, but they don't have earnings. So if I'm going to be looking at uh, names in the growth area, I'm going to be looking for solid companies with earnings, not companies that may turn out down the road. That's, that's what's going on right now. So diversify, higher quality, stay invested for the long term, but make sure you're paying attention to your allocation. Work closely with your financial advisor in times like this. DC Taylor, let's take a break right here. But when we come back, don't go anywhere. How would you like to know what the billionaires are buying right now? <laughs> I would like to know. You want to yes. know what billionaires are buying right now? Well, we have that for you. We'll tell you about the stocks right now being scooped up by billionaire hedge fund managers. Okay. But before we get to the billionaires, DC Taylor, don't forget to visit my pals at Montrose Motors in beautiful Montrose, Pennsylvania. This time of the year is even more spectacular than most. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty little town with a great car dealership, a family-friendly car dealership with a great new lineup of 2022 Fords. And what else do they have, DC? Well, they will help you uh, find a great deal on a uh, pre-owned vehicle, great pre-owned vehicles, too. They sure will, and they'll take care of your service needs as well. Visit my pals at Montrose Motors. I'm sure they'll make you that great deal on your next vehicle. Your financial future, back in mere moments. Please stay with us. Looking for a dealership where you'll feel right at home the minute you walk into the showroom? This describes Montrose Motors to a T. You know, that Ford dealership in the great little town of Montrose, Pennsylvania? Not only do they have a great selection of new Ford vehicles in stock, they also have an equal amount of quality pre-owned cars, SUVs, and trucks. It's just a short country drive to the no-hassle Ford dealer Montrose Motors on Grow Avenue. Ask for Andy Bennett or Doug Thomas. These guys really have never met a stranger. You'll end up friends. Hi, I'm Nick Colorossi of NJC Investments. The holiday gift-giving season is here. I know Santa is going to take good care of your children and grandchildren. But let's face it, those toys are sure to get broken, their clothes will soon be outgrown, and new electronics quickly become outdated. So it's up to you to give that gift that could last a lifetime. Why not put the gift of a 529 college savings plan underneath this year's tree? It's easy to do, takes just minutes to fill out an application and get started. Call NJC Investments at 570-586-5030, 570-586-5030, and we would be happy to send you out an investor's kit on a 529 college savings plan to see if it's right for you. Give your kids and grandkids a Christmas gift that will make them forever grateful. NJC Investments would like to wish everyone a blessed and very Merry Christmas season. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin & Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Welcome back to the Your Financial Future program. 
with Nick Colarasi from NJC Investments on 94.3 FM, The Talker, and DC Taylor, the producer of this whole thing. And uh, hi, Nick. Hey, you sitting over there. DC Taylor, I'm doing just great. I want to thank you again for all the beautiful decorations here in the luxurious corner office studio. I love this time of the year. The train's under the track, uh, under the tree. It's, uh, uh, <laughs> it's the... the, the all kinds of decorated lights and silver and gold and how do you do it? It's like the uh, the the William Shatner quote from Airplane Two: "They're blinking and they're flashing and they're blinking." <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's terrific. So thank you. Yes. Well, DC, you wanted to know about what the billionaires are buying right now. I am going to tell you this is an article from Sean Williams this past week, writing for the Motley Fool. And it's four stocks billionaires are buying hand over fist. How do we know? Well, on November 15th, there was a new rule put in place that institutional investors and hedge funds with at least $100 million in assets under management are they're required now to file a Form 13F with the SEC. And that allows us to see what they're buying, DC. That's how okay. we got this little cheat sheet here. Mm-hmm. And let's start with uh, Ken Griffin. Ken Griffin of Citadel Advisors, he is buying Tesla, T-S-L-A, hand over fist. He says the third quarter, they bought um, uh, they bought 1.8 million shares, probably the shares that Elon Musk was selling. Right. Right. 1.8 million shares, increasing their position by 873% Tesla is what this billionaire is buying. And it looks like DC Tesla's on track now to have over 800,000 electric vehicles delivered in 2021. Okay. Big improvements there. Yeah. All right. The next billionaire on the list is Jim Simons of Renaissance Technology. He is buying the very, very exciting Coca-Cola company. How about that? (laughs) KO is your symbol. And he says this means maybe he's playing it a little bit safe in case there's any market corrections. But Coca-Cola, you must remember here, has a 3.1% dividend yield, Mm -hmm. a very strong yield, and it's raised its dividend for 59 consecutive years. That's KO. Next billionaire up is David Tepper of Appaloosa, and he is buying Macy's. How about that? The brick and mortar retailer. These are surprising, right? Yeah, right. Macy's, the symbol on Macy's is M and they have new, uh, they're, they're trying to get more online. They're emphasizing their digital sales. They're closing underperforming stores. They have a new customer rewards program and they're focusing efforts on a small number of higher margin private brands. He says that's working. They've added 4.4 million customers this year due to their digital i will tell you macy's online is is very much improved yeah okay m M is your symbol there and the last is israel englander millennium management and he is buying the ever exciting at&t all right at&t way down this year as we've had a delay in the rollout for 5g technology and some other issues they've had going on and they are spinning off Warner Media, combining it with Discovery. They will save approximately $3 billion a year. And Englander believes this will help them in rolling out that 5G infrastructure. The symbol on AT&T is T. There okay. you have it, DC Taylor. All right. 
Well, Nick, you can see a red light flashing in my face over here. It's not Christmas lights. It is uh, coming from the studio equipment here. It's the studio hotline ringing. You know what that means. It's time for Mitchell's mailbag. Yes, it is time for Mitchell's mailbag here on the Your Financial Future program, where we answer your questions. And uh, how do you get your questions to us? Well, email is the uh, is the most uh, efficient way to do that. And the email address is nick at njcinvestments.com. And make sure you put in the subject line, Mitchell's mailbag. And that means uh, our own, our, uh, our always intern, Mitchell Dimitrik on the phone with some, uh, some questions. Mitchell, how are you? Nick, DC. Good morning to you on this beautiful Saturday morning. How are we both doing today? Mitchell, we're doing just great in this holiday season. DC Taylor has decorated up the corner office studio with all kinds of flashing lights. The tree is up in the corner. The train is going around the tracks as we speak. He does a great job. So it puts, puts us in the holiday season spirit. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, yes, it is uh, it's good to, uh, good to uh, be in the holiday season and uh, good to have you on the phone here, Mitchell. You got some, uh, you got some questions for us? I do. I picked out three of the best, and I am ready to get going. All right. Well, let's go then. Question number one. All right. Question number one comes from Dan in Clark Summit. Dan asks, I am a self-employed individual. Currently, I am the only employee of my company. Would it be more beneficial for me to open a Roth IRA account or an SEC IRA a SEP IRA or a Roth IRA? Here's my answer. Both, right? Yeah. You can have both. Yeah. If you're under age 50, you can only put in 6000 to a Roth IRA. Over age 50, you can put $7,000 in. One of the best types of accounts that you can have if you qualify. There are income limits that you have to be under. If you'd like to know those, give us a call at the office, 570-586-5030. But you want to, if you're a self-employed person, a self-employed business, in 2021, D.C., mm -hmm. it's the same thing. It's, it's an IRA, so you can put money in that will grow tax-free for you. But it's, you're basically able to contribute to yourself and take a tax deduction to do it. And you want to, of course, check with your accountant. But in 2021, the maximum on, I gave you the maximums for a Roth, the maximum on a SEP IRA is $58,000 or 25% of your income, whichever is less. Mm -hmm. But you can put much more into a SEP IRA for your business and give yourself a tax deduction. It's a pretty good plan as well. Again, run these past your accountants. If you have any general questions on Roth IRAs and SEP IRAs, you know where to find us at NJC Investments. All right. Well, let's let's get another question here in Mitchell's mailbag. Go ahead, Mitchell. Alrighty. Question number two comes from Aaron in Wilkesbury. Aaron asks, lately technology stocks have become very volatile. Should I be selling my tech stocks? Aaron, thanks for listening in Wilkesbury. And yes, tech stocks have become volatile, but so is a lot of other parts of the market as well. But let's focus in on tech stocks. I think it depends. Aaron doesn't tell us if he's yeah, you know, 20 years old or 70 years old, I don't know. That would make a difference, right? Mm -hmm. Tech stocks generally more aggressive and you're looking for longer term growth. So I say if you're a younger investor, 
maybe you you keep your tech stocks and depending on which tech stocks of course intact if you're getting closer to retirement maybe you take some of the profits if you have profits on the table distribute those to some of the areas that have been beaten down or some that haven't performed as well in 2021 so Aaron I I urge you if you would like more specific information on that give me a call in the office at 570-586-5030 we can talk about your age your goals your outlook and uh, how you're diversified currently and i could probably at that point be of more service but generally dc taylor Mm -hmm. you want to stay balanced if you're overweighted in tech bring it down balance out in value all righty thank you for that and let's get to one more question in mitchell's mailbag go ahead mitchell already last but certainly not least Question number three comes from Bill in Hazleton. Bill asks, 2021 has been a good year so far for the stock market. Are there any areas of the market that you believe are still undervalued? Bill, that's a good question. And it's, this will be certainly just my opinion. And there are a lot of different opinions out there. And, you, you know, mine's as good as everybody else's. Sure. DC Teller. I may okay. be right. I may be wrong. But I'm looking at for 2022, I think energy, which had been such a terrible performer. It's, it's performed well in 2021. That's the first time in how many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think there's more to go on the energy sector. I do think we're going to see inflation there as prices rise. The energy companies seem to make more money, DC. I don't know how that works, but they do. And also the other area I think may be a bit undervalued is the 5G technology area. Some of the companies in 5G like Verizon, AT&T, those names have not performed well at all in 2021. Now the rollout, the major rollout for for 5G technology was pushed back to this December and then they pushed it back to January, mid-January. It had something to do with the FAA and the airlines and interference Mm -hmm. and the, the Companies have said, okay, we've pushed it back far enough. Come mid-January, 5G will be a full rollout, and there may be some value in 2022 there. And there are several companies beyond AT&T and Verizon. I urge you to look at that sector to see if it might be something that's of interest, something of value, and something suitable for your portfolio. All right. Well, there you go. More questions. Your questions answered in the uh, Your Financial Future uh the the feature here is uh, called Mitchell's Mailbag, and uh, you can get your questions in. Nick at NJCinvestments.com is the email address, and put in the subject line Mitchell's Mailbag, and we'll make sure our always intern Mitchell Dimitrik gets all the questions, and uh, he gives us a good variety of subjects for the questions every week. Thank you for uh, once again for that, Mitchell. Thank you, Nick. Thank you for having me on the show again this week. I look forward to speaking to you both next week. Well, thanks again, Mitchell, for taking the time to do that. And uh, we we look forward to your calls every week and your questions every week. And we appreciate all you do here for the program. Nick, I appreciate you having me on the show every week. Have a wonderful weekend. You too, Mitchell. DC, our always intern, Mitchell Dimitrik, does a great job for us week in, week out. He sure does. Good to uh, to hear from Mitchell. Sure is. Well, let's take our last break here. And when we come back, I am going to squeeze in, DC, the five high growth stocks that Goldman Sachs thinks you can be buying right now. Growth stocks in this environment. Okay. It'll be interesting to see. All right. Your financial future back after this brief message. I hope you'll please stay with us. Mr. Wrongway is 
at it again. I got a hot tip on a stock that just can't miss. My cousin's barber knows of a company with a cure for hiccups. I can get in on the ground floor. Mr. Wrongway. And my wife's hairdresser invested in a space-age plastics company. I'm gonna be rich. Ugh, Mr. Wrongway. Seriously? Don't be Mr. Wrongway. You don't need any plastics or ground floors. Hi, I'm Nick Colarossi of NJC Investments, and true wealth isn't found in the next hot tip, but built little by little, it can grow to meet your needs, like retirement and college planning. Give us a call at NJC Investments 570-586-5030, and don't forget to tune in to our program every Saturday morning at 9 on 94.3 FM, The Talker. NJC Investments, helping to take the mystery out of your financial future. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Welcome back to the Your Financial Future program. Thanks for staying with us. Hope you are having a wonderful Saturday morning and wishing you a great weekend and a great holiday season. DC Taylor, how much time do we have left? I know we're close. Yeah, we got about two and a half minutes. Let's go quickly here from Goldman Sachs. This is from their chief investment strategist, David Koston, he says, one type of stock you can consider right now, even in times of high inflation, usually it's value, but he says, no, look to highly profitable growth stocks right now. They should outperform his opinion. This is from MoneyWise. It was picked up. You can find the article on Yahoo Finance written on a Thursday, November 25th on Thanksgiving. Jing Pan wrote the article. Here they are. I'll go quickly. We can pick it up again here next week. Number one is Marathon Digital Holdings, M-A-R-A, trading at $41 on Friday. This is a Bitcoin and crypto miner, D. Mm -hmm. as is stock number two riot blockchain r-i-o-t is the symbol there trading at about 28 dollars on friday both down dramatically on friday these are aggressive growth stocks but he believes these are going to be highly profitable we have Marathon to increase their revenue by 105% over the next two years. And revenue at Riot is up over 2,500% year over year. Jeez. How about that? <laughs> These Bitcoin and cryptos, right? Yeah. Number three on the list of five high growth stocks to shield yourself from rising interest rates is what Goldman Sachs is giving us here is Marvell Technology and DC Taylor for full disclosure. We do own Marvell. We do own Riot. For certain of our investors at NJC Investments, Marvell MRVL is a semiconductor company up big on Friday with good earnings trading at about $83. I have two to go. MP Materials, this is a rare earth company, symbol is MP, shares up over 49% coming into Friday. That's a year-to-date number. This is the only rare earth mining company with a processing site in North America. And rare earth is needed for electric vehicles and also cell phones, DC Taylor. Right. And MasterCard is the last one on the list. MA is the symbol. This is bigger than all the four companies combined. We do own MasterCard and MP Materials for certain investors at NJC Investments. MA's gross dollar revenue rose 20% year over year. That's pretty good for such a large company, DC Taylor. So Goldman likes growth companies, MasterCard, MP Materials, Marvell Technology, Riot Blockchain, and Marathon Digital. 
Squeezed it in, DC. Very good. And with that, I want to remind everyone, hey, there is never a bad time to make a good investment. If you have any questions on today's program, you know where to reach us in JC Investments, 570-586-5030. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning on 94.3 FM, The Talker. May God bless you and may God bless America. Make it a great week. We're going to send you off with a little Christmas cheer. And we'll see you next Saturday. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. Have a holly jolly Christmas. And when you walk down the street, say hello to friends you know and everyone you meet. Ho, ho, the mistletoe hung where you can see Somebody waits for you, kiss her once for me Have a holly jolly Christmas, and in case you didn't hear Oh, by golly, have a holly jolly Christmas this year And in case you didn't hear Oh, by golly, have a holly jolly Christmas this year This has been a Filmways presentation, darling. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin & Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC.